What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and will dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. Dudes, what is up? Always stoked to talk fatherhood. Today's question, why do I get angry? This question was brought up by another father and we were talking about it and it's why am I angry? Why do I get angry? Why do I have so much patience for others yet I come home and I get angry with my kids or my spouse? So check it. I'm no therapist, just another dad on the adventure of fatherhood. We are dudes, fathers, just imagine us sitting around a fire or sitting around a barbecue or a gym and this question is brought up and we talk about it and i challenge you dude if you got questions about fatherhood chances are other dudes do too bring it up when you guys are hanging out because it's important for us to share where we're at and to discuss it and i think one of the most cool things and helpful things to do is just to talk about something but you know i do think counseling is so amazing and that's super helpful and coaches and all that stuff but at the core i think that we don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable to just talk to another dude, talk to another dad when they're probably going through the same thing. And just that one piece of verbally saying it out loud and then second, having a peer or a friend or a homie validate it by going, oh man, dude, last week, whatever. That piece right there connects us, helps us know we're not alone. So I would definitely start with that. Okay, remember the core of this is about your role as a father. You and I are friends. We're here talking about this because we know who we are and we believe that our role is critical. So how we embrace this truly impacts generations. Um, I think most of us could be okay with just living with our faults, such as being angry um, and just using excuses of just, you know, just this is how I am or this is how my dad was or I'm like this because of blank. But this isn't only about you and your life. Who you are, who you become, who you're growing into, it impacts not only your happiness and fulfillment, which you may be okay pushing to the side, but it also impacts who your kids will be. How are they going to respond? Let's think about anger. How are they going to respond in life? Probably however they saw their dad respond. Who are they going to marry? What are they going to expect from their spouse? If your daughters see you pissed off all the time or get really angry at stuff and, and, and react total negative they're gonna find some dude who acts that same way do you want that for them probably not so you know this gets passed down and down and down and down so yeah these questions matter yeah you and i embracing these questions embracing this this opportunity we have to be great men matters great fathers matters because it gets past future generations and each one of us wants to build a legacy 
not just financial, but character, people, love, joy, patience, forgiveness, all those things. Okay, the issue, the question is, why do I get angry at my family, specifically my wife and my kids? So let me bring two ideas to the table and we'll just kind of wrap about this for a minute. First, let's go with the wife. Say we're getting into bed, it's a Tuesday, and I think we're going to have some fancy time, and it doesn't happen, and boom, I have a choice right in front of me. Do I get angry, mad, pissed, frustrated, or not? Okay, I've been there. Second, your kids, they didn't clean up the way you wanted them to. You asked them to put the bikes away. You asked them to pick up the dang Otter Pop wrappers, which are you know, I'm dealing with because it's summertime. And so there's otter pop wrappers outside on the ground. Uh, They didn't hang up the beach towels, dude, on and on and on. And those are just a couple of thoughts on the kiddos from the last couple days. So what's going on in both of these scenarios? Okay. I'm getting angry. Okay. If I'm getting angry in both of these scenarios, I had different expectations. What are my expectations? Well, in these scenarios, one, I wanted sex, and two, I wanted my kids to just do what I asked them to do. So I think we get angry a lot of times because our expectations are challenged. Things don't go the way we want them to. Uh, But let's just agree right now that life is messy, work is hard, the days are long, we get tired. Like, I get it, I get tired. So first, the easy answer is, we say, screw it. We get angry. We become resentful. We fold into ourselves and we do the bare minimum, you know, you know, kind of screw the kids, let them do whatever they want. I'll just pick up if I want. And you know what? I will take care of things on my own and I don't care, you know, if my wife, whatever. Right. So we can fold in and just become resentful. We can become, um, not engaged and just let's go make money. And then whatever hobby I have, So I got a couple steps that are just some ideas around how to deal with if you're getting angry, because at the core, you and I believe that we have a role to play. So it matters that we go attack things like this and know this is a lifelong journey, my friend. So have some grace for yourself. We're not going to solve this right now. This is going to take everyday reflection growing into the father I want to be. Okay. Step one rebel against that crap of saying screw it and just being angry and just being resentful dude rebel against that okay ned cool how you have to have a why you have to have a reason of why you should rebel a you're a fighter dude it's who you are you are made to fight right now going into the boxing ring or going to war like we can wrap our head around this battle makes sense Think of your family as that same battle, the relationship. You need to go to war on that. You need to go to war on yourself with your selfishness, whatever it is inside you. So, dude, you're a fighter. It's who you are. Okay, so that's part of how to rebel. Next in how to rebel, dude, you want to build a legacy, right? Think about your why. Um, Think about your kids. Go to battle with this anger, go to battle with whatever it is you're dealing with. We're focusing on anger right now because you want to be the man that shows your kids the way you are their guide. You want to show them 
if, if you struggle with this, you can grow, you can learn, and you can get out of this. You are a human being who wakes up every day with new opportunities. You want your kids to see that that's the father that you are because they're going to carry that into their families, their marriages, the way that they parent their kids. So, dude, the work you and I do today goes way beyond our lifetime. Think about your why for marriage, for your relationship. What do you believe about marriage? Why did you get married? What is the purpose of marriage? You better have an answer for that because otherwise, why not just let the resentment and the anger creep in? Dude, you got to know what you believe about marriage. One of the things that my father told me was, Ned, and I think his dad told it to him, which is super cool. uh, Marriage is, you're not marrying a person, you're marrying an idea right? And and I get that all of us carry different things. So if you've been divorced, I know, I don't know your story. Let's just leave it at that. I don't know your story. So zero judgment. Life is messy. Um, but if you are married, and if you're fighting for that marriage that you are in right now, why are you married? What do you believe? Why does it matter for you to go to work on that? Well, think about what you're showing your daughter. Think about what you're showing your son. Think about what you're showing the world, which, you know, marriage is just becoming so beat up and broken. At our core, we need deeper community, right? You could say that on a political level. You could say that on a global letter level. You could say that on a racial level. We need community. If we can't show that we can go to battle for community in our own homes, how are we showing our kids that we can do that in our town, in our city, in our state, in our nation, uh, in our world? Okay, so what's your why? Have one. Have one because you can fall back on that when crap gets tough. Okay, so step one, rebel against folding in on yourself. Know your why or your reason so that you have a reason to go to war with yourself on your anger. Step two step back. Um, I've talked about this previously, but what are your triggers? Okay. What, what makes me angry at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, if you got angry, write it down and dude, don't just write down the things that suck, you know, write down the good stuff too. Um, if you journal, but, but go write down what it was that triggered you to be pissed. That's so helpful because you can start to see a pattern to go, okay, what are the things that trigger me so that then you can create a game plan like you would in war or like you would in business or work or your golf game or whatever. You can create a plan to go, when this happens, this is how I tend to respond. This is how I want to respond because, dude, I get it. Once I decide I'm going to be angry, it's so much harder for me to swallow my pride five minutes later and go, you know what? Ugh, that was so silly of me and just shake it off. It's so so hard. If I could just shake it off before I get angry, then I don't feel like I got to have this stance of being a turd for two days and and angry. Okay. Uh, So what are your triggers? Notice what they are and start to decide how you will respond when those occur. Step three, what are your motives? What are the motives of your wife? What are the motives of your kids? I think this is huge. Let's talk about the wife for a second. Okay, you get in bed, you think something's going to happen. It doesn't. You get pissed. Have you even put in the work? Like, what have you done to earn having a emotional connection with your spouse? Now, I'm not saying only go to battle and do the work during the day to get some because those intentions are not genuine. But dude, you got to be genuine. You got to be in the game. This is super tough. This is a big work in progress. Constant, right? And really, it's going to come down to my next step, which is going to be communication. But you have to communicate about that stuff. Um, But I think stepping back and going, what are my motives? 
what are her motives. A lot of times I find myself, if I'm getting irritated at my wife about something, it's because I'll start to play it out in my head and get more and more upset. And then I, if I stop and go, dude, what are her motives? Well, her motives are that she wants to have a great relationship with me too. Like, do I believe that? Do I know that? So I got to think of the motives. This is big with the kids. Do you think that your kid's motive was to do a crappy job? Or do you think that they may have even thought that they did a good job and that they haven't been shown? Dude, you're going to show them how to fold a shirt or how to you know, do something, you're going to have to show them over and over and over and over. So I think if we blow up at them and we get super pissed and angry, then they're just going to be nervous to do anything and they might not even try again. So I think that especially with our kids, think about your expectations, think about their motive. If it's their motive, then don't get pissed about them on about not putting their bike away and do this goes for me too. I'm, I'm, this is for me. Go and say, okay, why didn't you put your bike away? Did you forget? You know, I'm not going to use, let them use that excuse forever. Did you not care? Do you know? And it's not like you don't love me because you didn't put your bike away. That's some BS. Don't use that. But talk to them about their motives. Like, Hey, think about this. We're teaching you responsibility, help get to their motive and then teach them and then show them, do not do it for them. Have them do it. Watch them, show them. This is what I'm expecting from you. And if you don't think this is right, let's have a conversation about it. Okay, so let's discuss why this is the expectation. Let's both have the same expectation. Is it going to be put away tomorrow? It's going to take us day after day after day. And then you're going to see glimpses of it happening. Okay, but that will help with your anger because if you just blow up and then you just put the dang bike away, zero has been accomplished. Okay, um, so that comes to, to step four, which is communicate your expectations, right? We just kind of talked about that with the kids communicate your expectations, you know, and maybe start by asking what their expectations are. The sex one's a great example. Like if, if, if you're just pissed, but you never talk about this, yeah, it's vulnerable. I mean, my wife and I had a conversation about this within the last six months where I went and said, Hey, and we talked about it and you know what? It was great. And you know what? Things weren't perfect afterwards, but it's this constant development around expectations and being aware of motives and having communication. Um, and that goes with our kids too. So be open to communicate. All right. Those are just some ideas I had around thinking about anger and dealing with anger and why are we angry? Um, one last thought is just like, dude, pay attention to your sleep, pay attention to your health. You know, like, are you giving everything away at work and coming home and you have zero left to give? dude, that ain't going to work. Um, you gotta, you gotta think about your energy levels just like you would your checkbook or, uh, whatever. Think about it. And that stuff matters. Okay. Um, at the core of this, know who you are, dude, you're a father. Probably the greatest thing you and I will do with our lives is be a father. Um, and it doesn't end when our kids move out. It continues. Fatherhood is not, um, just uh, a role we play for our kids. It is a position towards life, towards the world, the way that we see things. So the men that you and I are becoming, it's critical. It's critical. Monday's podcast with Joe Rawlinson was super cool. The dude wrote two books, one dad's guide to twins 
and Dad's Guide to Raising Twins. He has over 200 podcasts and too many resources on his website to count. So if you've found yourself on the adventure of fatherhood with twins, you definitely got to check out his website, his podcast, his books. Um, so in the podcast, we just, I kind of asked him, dude, what are the key takeaways over the last eight years of you writing and, and his t- twins are 12. So like writing and interviewing people and talking about it, what are the key takeaways? So we talked about that and then super cool. I was on his podcast where he interviewed me about me having twins. Um, and so fun because my twins and I share a birthday, 4th of July, and we just celebrated this last Saturday and his podcast went up Friday. So I got to relive when the twins were born and how crazy it was. So that was um, super cool. Check it out if you want. Uh, but uh, Joe Rawlinson, Dad's Guide to Twins. Great content. Good resources. All right. I want to invite you to something. I've been sending a text message every Wednesday morning since April 2015, over five years. There's a big group of men who received that text. It started because I was so hungry to build community with other men and encourage them and be encouraged myself in, in our roles as men and fathers, but I get it, we're all so busy, and I thought, dude, a dude could get a 10 second text and read that once a week, so, and I can take, you know, 10, 15 minutes and, and create something. So I might send a Bible verse, a Macklemore quote, a stepbrother's reference, um, who knows, it's all over the place. But the goal is in the middle of the week, remind you that you're not alone and that there's other men getting up to love and serve their families as well. If you want to sign up, go to rebelandcreate.com. Click on the little ship on the homepage next to Rebel and Create. It's kind of hidden because it's not for everybody. I just want to keep it for the friends, not all the weirdos on the internet. Um, you can also text back and forth. So like today I sent it, today's Wednesday, uh, I sent it and... Uh, you know, some dudes will respond back and forth on it. Um, but it's only between you and me. Nobody else will see it. Um, if you've not read my book, Rebel and Create yet, please go check it out. You can buy it on the Rebel and Create website. I've been getting great feedback on it. Um, it's been a year since I released it, which is wild. But it's very exciting um, because I'm starting to get messages from people on the regular basis saying how it really resonated with them. Um, one of my friends said it was the first book he read since high school. So it's good. I, big print easy to read. It's, it's Check it out. Check it out. I'd love to get your feedback. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Do not be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned. Shout together. Let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood that you would like me to discuss, please email me, ned at rebelandcreate.com. And I look forward to hanging out with you next time.